Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Master of Punk's Tamer Sages, the king of ring himself. But your boy Thicky Smalls, Gerard Michaels, in the house. Monday, 2 o'clock. That means it's time for Slick and Thick. It's your boy Gerard Michaels here sitting today. Legs are hurting. Otherwise, we're good. What's going on over to my right at six foot three, 200 pounds, and every one of them is a problem. The master of punks, the tamer of sages, the king of the ring, and the CEO of the RNC. Slick, make you call, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, G? You are, bud. What's going on? Um, I'm good. I'm good. So you're resting? Your, your legs are a little tired today? Legs are shot. Legs are shot today, man. Legs are shot. I can't stand it. So I'm just going to sit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's all right. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Well, you know. No, nah, you, you look good down there. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. You know. What? No. So for the viewers that don't know, maybe people that, you know, we've picked up a lot of viewers over the last couple of months, why do you stand every episode? Because I don't like sitting. And I don't like sitting still. And I uh, also, I got back surgery like nine months ago, and I still don't like sitting. Before, I couldn't even sit. But after a while, I just like I started wanting to move, and I I I, I much prefer to be standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. So not you go. though, huh? Nah, I'm a I'm a sitting guy. I'm a sitting you, guy. You've been standing with me sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's uh, I'm I'm all for the the creature comforts of life. I you know, as as uh, the red pill movement moves towards all things uh, all natural for the creature comforts of life. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they're like, get out and. Uh, the, Get, get out, out and exercise. Get out like, in, the, in the sun. It hurts. Yeah, I'm like, no. You know, this is disrespectful for my ancestors that conquered nature for me to go hiking barefoot with. In, in See, that's what you guys think. You think you conquered nature. Yeah, yeah. You know what? What they should we? Like what should we do? Well, you know, if you want true happiness, you should jump into a, a fucking ice bath for 45 minutes every day, and yeah. that's a little excessive. Yeah. Well, <sighs> Did a whole Wim Hof thing. Hey, if I, I get what you're saying. The first few minutes in an ice bath are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right? And then after like two minutes, three minutes, you're done. Like, it's it's fine. And then you get out and you have, you have a fucking rush. Yeah. You feel amazing. Even if you just dunk for for 20 seconds. It's like anything, man. You It's like working out. The first few minutes kind of suck. And then you get that little, that little uh, rush going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All those things. I mean... I know you're gonna probably try to make a joke and like whatever, but like it's you do those things, you're gonna feel better than you did when you start, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it's, or you uh, just like stay like stagnant and like just exist. I don't you know? know if those are like the two options, but I mean, you know, to me, I think a lot of this stuff is um, it, it, we got to be careful because they're trying to one up each other on like who can be more manly with this shit, and because there's a lot of profit incentive involved in it. it I just what, think it's like wellness space. Yeah, yeah. Sure. There's a lot of profit sure. incentive, and in that you know, the next thing it's gonna be like you know, cut cut slices off your test your your testicles every week and and consume them for higher testosterone or you know whatever the liver king shit you know like I, so white liver king like the, you know doesn't wipe his ass, I don't know I feel like I'll use toilet paper. Yeah, bidet. Am I a pussy if I use a bidet? No hell no, bidet is great. <laughs> so some technology, some, some technology is good. Need, no wait, whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> You you think like the liver king is like this guru? We don't I don't we don't really fuck with the liver king. He's, he's look, he's right about he's right about eating like organs and eat like that. 
Liver is the best food for you, probably. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? He, he nailed that one. Yeah. But, you know, he's probably, from everything I hear, he's kind of a, just a smelly little dork. Just a smelly dork. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, we can, it's okay also, if we sit inside with some air I conditioning. I think with, with any of these, of course it's okay to sit inside with air conditioning. With all these things, it's a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. All these guys. Liver King, there's some stuff you can get from them. If you, if you try to go all in on any one's thing, like, then you're going to lose your own identity, and it's whack, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, take, you can take, but you could go to Wim Hof, and you can do that cold stuff and those big breathings. You're going to get something nice from that. I don't think you need to be in the snow naked all the time. You know what I mean? Like there's, mm -hmm. there's, mm -hmm. you know, with a grain of salt. With a grain of salt, you can learn a lot from all these, all these guys. All I, these guys do have something to offer. I think you're right. I think um, part of this is like whatever Gen Z or whoever you want to call it, they got so docile where their whole life was just sitting on a bus, sitting in a classroom, come home from a classroom, sit in front of your phone while you eat dinner with your family who doesn't speak to you, then go on your couch and sit and play video games every day and then go to your room and jerk off and then play more video games and then jerk off until you fall asleep then wake up and jerk off and then you go to fucking sit on a bus then you go sit at your school. Like, this is... I get it. So, like, yeah. some, it's breaking that cycle Look, they is made very it important. hard for you. They made it... It's... It's it's easy to get stuck in that sedentary little veal state of life. They want to get you in the desk, you know, break you, teach you how to be a little obedient worker bee. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. They want they want that. They, just listen. You just just listen to us. Just listen to them. Just listen. Just sit down. Shut up. Raise your hand if you got to take a piss, mm -hmm. or if you want to have anything you might want to say. Yeah. Make sure you raise your hand first, and you know, get permission. Okay. Mm -hmm. You, you remember from kids the kids razor, re, razor? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's all that authoritarian. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Follow the rules. It's I don't think that's the way. Yep. It's not the way. And it, and I feel bad for the people that I, I I feel like I did I did most of my learning like towards like after high school. Yeah. You know, I that's when most of like my my real like learning came when my like my independent learning. Other yeah. than that, it was a lot of indoctrination. There's a lot of do you know what I mean? Like trying to just just trying to break you. My faith in the system was kind of shook. I guess I'm really around like 16 years old, maybe maybe my my junior year of high school, when I started realizing like, wait a minute, am I am I smarter than my teacher? Yeah. The fuck Come am I on, listening we, to this person been there. for? I remember being you know? in sixth grade and being like, that she's a dumb bitch. <laughs> she is a dumb bitch. Yo, wait a minute. She is not smart. Why am I listening to There's this? There's one person? teacher who. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> anytime you would ask something, and we figured this out, I'm, I think fifth grade. If mm -hmm. you asked anything a little bit that she didn't have on the textbook that day, she'd be like, hmm, that's really interesting. You should look that up. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> we would literally make, we, I'd go, hey, want to hear me make Mrs. blah, blah, blah? Say, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rat her out. <laughs> uh, want to hear me make uh, Miss blah, blah, blah? Say, hey, you should look that up. And I go, uh, excuse me? And ask a question. Automatic. Oof. Automatic. Wow. Automatic. Wow. I wonder if... Because hmm. it's so... I don't know. Maybe you should look that up. It's so predominantly female. I wonder if they're able to pay these people so little because the trade-off is that they get that rush of being powerful for like six hours a day, seven hours a day. Because they're not powerful in any other form or aspect of life. Nobody listens to them at all. Ever. Like, you know... Right. You know, th th there's this whole... That's one of the weird things for people when they like leave school for the first time. And Unless then, they're a little hot, then they could probably get people to listen. Then they listen, yeah. Then yeah. some people will listen to them. Yeah. Or at least they pretend to. But if they were hot, they they're probably like, oh, 
tell me everything. Yeah, but if they were hot, they probably wouldn't be teachers. They'd probably be like real estate agents right now or something. <laughs> like, yeah. They would have they would have gone into nursing instead. What know? was the names of your hottest teachers? The hot the hot C students become uh, uh, nurses. The the not hot C students become teachers. Um, and now I'm fucked. Uh, so <laughs> that little that little piece of truth is not going to go well uh, over the internet. And yeah, they both you do real estate. Teachers, didn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? There was a few. There was a few lookers. Oh the, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and they, yeah. but then they go and fuck the kids and. But that's she all was convinced. Well, so, so this was really like she was convinced she was smart because she had her master's degree. The, the teacher I dated, and she was, to put it nicely, a, a middling intellect. Got it. Yeah. Um, but she did have a master's degree, which also was the last time I ever took a master's degree seriously ever. Yeah, you know. And, did she try and pull that card on you all the time? Like where she'd be like, all the time, Gerard. Do you, I have my master's. Yeah, yeah, all the time. I'm sorry, Gerard. 100%. Did you get your master's? Yes. She hits you with that shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if oh wow, was, you you sat in more, more in the desk for longer. Yeah. You sat. You hey she she was able to put up with the fucking bullshit. Ooh, one of the last fights we ever had was I was like. Yeah, you spent. Is this before you ate her, or <laughs> this is right <laughs> is before I all ate her? Relationships end. No, eating them like a mythical. Eating them is how the relationship starts. He's like a mythical giant. Anytime, like a fifa foam tag. Like they start pissing me off. I'm like, yeah, but they don't press. They don't press charges because they just get it's like that's your nature. Like don't. You know what I mean? They knew what they were signing it, up for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They, it's really on them at <laughs> yeah, this point. They signed up. They're like, like, look, if this the, doesn't work out, he might eat me. Yeah, the first girl. I don't think they knew what they what that meant. Yeah, the first girlfriend I ate, <laughs> I probably deserved to to go to jail for. But the second one, all right, maybe she thought the first one was a fluke. Maybe I deserved to go to jail for the second one. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I mean, shame on them. They're signing up for it, right? They like, know what's going on. They, You're a notorious on. girlfriend eater. Yeah. It's like that unbelievable bit. There's a great bit going around the internet with this. Uh, I think he's Australian. Where he's like, "Fool me twice, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, shame on you again. You're good at this." Yeah. <laughs> Did we didn't, oh no, we watched that on something else. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah that's a great really, thing. I love it's a that. Very funny. I love on, that. Clip. On Canceled Weekly coming out Wednesday. Um, Canceled Weekly coming out you Wednesday. Should pull that clip up. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a great. We'll talk clip. about it on this one too. I, I I do love that clip. Yeah. Um. But she would pull that, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you uh, you spent two hundred and fifty grand to become a second grade teacher, so I don't think you're making the point you think you're yeah, making." That here. seems dumb. <laughs> I don't think you're making. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you need a master's in early education to. Hey, this is how you spell your name. Don't shit yourself. Do they need a master's to be a teacher? No, they get they get a, a pay raise. Do they get and, an inc- there's incentives. Yeah, too? and if they, I, I think the school helps pay it off. If you I don't do it for even want to like shit on teachers. Like I think. Like a teacher who, uh, you know, who's has a is is in, their intention is to, you know, help the youth and yeah. it, this is this this is the system. It is what it is. We all yeah. came up in it. You know what I mean? We yes, we have might have these grandiose ideas of yeah, I want to homeschool my kids. I want to have them in. But I, this is actually real. Mm-hmm. I, I want to have them in like a community where or like almost like a little village where there's other you know other couples have their kids and the older ones help the little ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think that something like they that. They do that in Hawaii. Idea. They do that a lot in Hawaii. Hawaii. They, used, they used to. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. But uh, God, God bless Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hope you guys are enjoying your 700 bucks. Quiet down. Ukraine yeah, needs more money. Yeah, yeah. That's unfucking believable, huh? 
That's bro, unbelievable. Unreal. So the we gave, uh, yeah, we give all that money to Ukraine. Hawaii's on fire. I was just thinking about that this morning. I was looking at this, you know, it was interesting because um, student loans are coming back. So, so there's been sorry, a, I didn't finish my point. Good. I wanted to say that about that teachers that go in there with uh, good intentions that are trying to help. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing. There should be they should be taken For care sure. of, and they shouldn't have to get all the you know what I mean? Do all the bullshit to yeah. get and do that. But at the same time, I. I I don't know what the right answer is on kind of revitalizing, rejuvenating this whole schooling system because it's an archaic system and it sucks. So I'm gonna tell you something you may not know about me, Mick. I yeah. substitute taught. I saw I was a substitute teacher for about two years. I was a substitute teacher. What? Yeah, I was a substitute teacher. Um, what? So I can get paid as like a baseball coach and stuff. When I when I uh, my first two off seasons after baseball. Yeah, I was a substitute and teacher. How'd that go? Poorly. Yeah? Very poorly, yeah. Got any uh, stories about that? Yeah, um, I got called to the principal's office. And the she teacher. talked to me like I was a kid. And I'm sitting here going like, she's like, you're not going to keep this job if you keep this up. I'm like, this what job pays $12 an hour. What did you do? <laughs> I don't give a shit. What huh? did you do? Why'd you, get to, why'd you send the principal, dude? I got sent to the principal... Oh, the first time uh, it was Why because... Why did you get sent to the principal as a grown man? Yeah, the first time I got sent to the principal, it was because uh, the teacher had the first two periods off. Right? So, like, the first period, it was like a shop class. You, he ate a kid. This is where the story's going to go to. He's going to be, you ate gotta a kid. Very careful. You've got to be very careful with the terminology <laughs> that you use here. Very careful. No, like, he chewed up and swallowed a human kid. <laughs> he, consumed. he consumed. He consumed a human child. Uh, it's it's a little easier when we're talking about eating your girlfriends, but then when we're talking about eating kids, it's a little, uh, little touchier. Yeah, I get a little, it. little wood chippy. Get, get a little yeah. wood chippery. Get your minds out of the gutter, people. <laughs> uh, we're yeah. talking about cannibalism. So really, really Idiots. quick, really, really quick, uh, I will say that the beat, that that good teacher mentality that, that you're talking about, it gets beaten out of you by the other teachers. It's a crab in a barrel thing. They beat the they they beat the try hard out of you for sure. The other thing is, um, so that the girl I was dating, all Wait, jokes I, aside, I, I need a all jokes I need aside, a teacher, a, a story of you aside, as a as finish, a. Dude. I know, but you did you didn't finish before. But we're we're jumping around. So the I see the, that. So the 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 point to your point, she was a very good teacher. You know, she was a very good teacher, to the point where like sure are jumping around. Yeah. So she she would have. There would be 50 kids in second grade, right, in Tinton Falls. So it would be start the year 25 and 25 in each class. And then she was so much better than the other teacher, who had been doing it for like 23 years, wore the same clothes every day, stunk, like a complete gave up on life, Dale. So there would be like 30 kids in her class at the end and 20 kids in the other teacher's class. The other teacher made three times as much money as she did just because she was there longer. And I went to her and I was like, dude, this is nuts. Like this is, you understand this is an insane system, right? And then she would just buy into the system and be like, yeah, but in 20 years, I'll be the one making three times as much. I'm like, you're working three times as hard right now. What are we talking about? Like, they, they don't, they, so I don't feel as bad for the teacher as you do because they buy into this system that screws them. They buy into it. They're in on, they're in on the union. They, they go along with this crap. The, the, the amount of money the union leaders make, it's insane. The amount of money we spend on education in this country for teachers to make 35 grand is nuts. It's insanity. It's insanity. But they go along with it. So how do you feel bad for them? 
like I don't I don't I don't share that. Feel bad for? For them, that's what you said. About the good I didn't teacher. Say I feel bad for them. I say I admire the good teacher. Yeah. That goes in there for to do good shit. I'll tell you this. I'm having trouble getting over the way you hung your head when I tried to keep you on task for the fucking the way you went. <laughs> a fucking big baby. I was trying to let you tell your fucking teacher story. We're going back and forth. I'm trying to get. Right, I'm trying like, to get you gave out. me. You gave me a point and and a. And a you like, just hit me with an I'm still talking and then fucking I'm trying to fucking get the sentence out and now you're fucking. Yeah, I know like, you went like seventy percent into why you got sent to the principal's office and. And we made the joke about eating the kid, and then you never finished it. I got sent to the principal's office because fucking, uh, I, what, I, I think you I cursed. spit in the kid's face? Yeah, I think I cursed. And somebody fucking, I, I was like, go to the fucking bathroom. I don't care. So they sent me to the fucking principal's office. So one office. of those kids snitched? Yeah. He went and told the principal? I'm sure. They, when you're a substitute teacher, other teachers, like, walk by and fucking narc you out all day long. Like, they're, they're like, watching you. How many classes did you substitute? I don't know. Fucking probably... 30 over the course of two years. <laughs> They're all grades, guys. When you're a substitute teacher, you, you're... This is you're... 30 hours of Gerard with the with the youth. Yeah. And having to be, like, prim and proper. And, oh, that's hilarious. Did, the... you, did you try and, like, uh, like give your, like, philosophies and ideals to them? Or did you try and stick to the curriculum? I, I was studying for the LSAT at the time. I just, I put on a movie and I fucking read you the... You And I studied. Got it. Yeah. That's what I did. No, I don't give a shit. Like... I remember I was 21, 22 years old. I didn't, I, I, you know, I still you remember what it was like. Yeah, I was a kid. I just got out of fucking college. It was my, for my first two off seasons of minor league baseball. Got you. Because yeah. minor league baseball isn't as, that long of a season. Well, you're done by October. And then you when got, does it start? It starts in February. So you have that's October, still, November, that's December, that's, that's January. Long. That's yeah. longer than a pro uh, one. What do you mean? Well, I guess not totally. No, but spring no, training starts in yeah, February. But I, yeah, it's but it you know season starts in April. Yeah, and then your your season's really done in early September unless you make the playoffs, and then you know you're just done in October. So then you got October, November, December. They don't pay you, so you got to do something. You know, and I'm working doing lessons at night, and then in the morning you you pick up uh, you know teaching shifts or whatever. It wasn't a great gig. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I had a I had a. I'll say he's an acquaintance, or at least I heard stories about him where he was kind of doing something like that. I'm pretty sure he spit in a kid's face. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, there was a couple kids, man. Like, can you imagine the fucking teacher? Like, I, I just actually it's, that's funny as hell because I just saw a clip of these te teachers smacking the shit out of kids. Actually, this is on uh, on on topic. Now I'm gonna send this to you, uh, Christian. What, what were you saying, Jay? The uh. Yeah, there was a couple kids who, when you're doing high school, they, like, try to flex on you or some shit, or, like, they're trying to, you know, like, I don't know, trying to alpha themselves or something like that, and I would literally just be like, bro, fucking, I bench press 400 pounds. Like, calm the fuck down, kid. Like, you know, and I would make yeah, it. Yeah, so you'd tell them that? Yeah, and I, I, made, I used to make a joke about it. That used to be funny, but I guess in today's world, it's not funny anymore. It was one of my, like, first jokes that I, I crafted. It was like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't be a substitute teacher in high school anymore because I started keeping a wait till he turns 18 list and I was just going to find him on their 18th birthday and whoop their ass. And I was, like, was ah. going to say, where's that little, that little you mark know, now? That was, but it was a teacher. Well, that's the problem, bro. I mean, you know, the problem really wasn't the wait till he turns 18 list. It was like started, you know, keeping a wait till she turns 18 list also. Ooh, you know? now that gets problematic, <laughs> my friend. But I was 21, 22 at the time, so it's not as bad, right? That's it's what I tell bad. myself. It's Romeo and Juliet law, bro. 
I don't know if that works. I think uh, two years. Is two years the Romeo and Juliet law? Or is it three? Can the 20-year-old and the 17-year-old I'm saying, I feel like the fact that that's a law, there's, there's like a... There's a precedent for understanding for these type of things. So yeah. the fact that you, uh, think you at least you waited till they were. Society uh, seems older. to have I can't made find the decision. This uh, video. Now I'm mad. What, well, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the, the black dude in Detroit. No, it was like it was, it was like a yeah. Well, no, it was a it was a white dude, and he fucking just whacks this kid in the head on against the wall. And you see his head like snap back. Like, oh wow. But you there, there it was like a compilation of a few of these, like yeah. just talking showing how disgusting it is. Them dragon kids. Grabbing kids by their neck, bending them backwards and really? shit. Like, yeah, there, there was a there was a few of them, and yeah, it, it was just showing how fucked up it is. The but ones I saw were, were the opposite, where it was like the kid was like begging the teacher to do something. I was like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Well, I'm, I'm sure that I'm yeah. like, son, I'm, I'm gonna sure, give you one I'm, more. Sure I'm from that... Detroit. <laughs> That's the way he said it too. <laughs> so, son, I'm from Detroit. I'm gonna give you one more chance. I'm sure they instigated these things. Mm. They brought them upon themselves to a degree, but at the same time, seeing like a little child getting like bitch slapped yep. and their their whole whiplash going on I, I honestly think that gym class is is where all this stuff should happen and that you could eliminate a lot of the problems that you have especially with like the males in school like you're you're coming into your own you're you're in puberty you're becoming a man your hormones are raging you know like they need to get these dudes working out during gym. Get it out of your system. They should have to, like, do the second half of the day tired. You know, they shouldn't have the energy for this stuff. Like, like wear these dudes out in gym class. You've seen the shape that these kids were in in, like, in like the 50s and 60s compared Crazy. to, like, that video that was going around everywhere. You know, my father told me he would take boxing in gym during high school. Yeah. Nowadays, boxing. nowadays like, it's, it's, it's like normal kids – it used to be like just like the emo girls like walk the track. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah. Like, you know. Now now normal kids are doing that with their heads in their cell phones. Oh, brutal. Bent necks, looking like Tyrannosaurus Rexes, just oh. walking around like this. You know what I mean? Like, like it's their like it's their one hour out of prison. Yeah. Like they're just no, like sauntering the, the yard. No, like they don't even want yeah, exactly. Like they're sauntering the yard. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. No, they they used to have them doing like legit shit, especially when it was like wartime. They had them doing, you know, climbing obstacle courses, running, like, legit, like, tr actually trying, applying themselves. So funny. Me and my boys used to go nuts playing dodgeball. And then, like, there were people that didn't want to go as nuts. But collateral damage. Stay in the back. <laughs> they did stay in the back, but stay they didn't the pay enough back. attention. <laughs> stay in the back and keep that head on a swivel. Oh, volleyball. That'll teach you focus. Oh, you need man. focus. What do you think? You just don't get, you, you don't have to focus in life? Yeah. Yeah, no, fuck no. You gotta learn how to focus. I don't understand like why there's not advanced gym class. They're like there's advanced math, there's advanced reading or English. I should they say they hate jocks. They do hate jocks. They don't like you know they they don't like they don't want jocks you tend to be, be disobedient. Jock, you know, jocks ask questions. Jocks have self confidence. Jocks you know are, are willing to accept consequences to to have their voice heard. You know, it's the antithesis of what they're looking for. You know, everything's mm -hmm. a problem. Everything's set. When, did you, you probably had MTV Cribs. I had, I had MTV Cribs. I had Lifestyles That Are Rich and Famous and MTV Cribs. Like, that was the programming, uh, right? All right. And it was, look at all my dope shit. I'm from Staten Island, Wu-Tang. If I can do it, you can do it too. And we would watch that, and we wouldn't be haters. We wouldn't be like, damn, this dude's got a fish tank inside of a fish tank? That's weird. We'd be like, when I'm nah, rich, was sick. I'm going to have a fish tank inside of a fish tank. Now all the programming they give those kids today is... Kardashians and fucking even though I'm rich look at all my problems this is this you don't want this 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 isn't good for anybody I can't find love really 
you're, you're I taking, really do hate a complainer. But it's you got fucking whiner. You got like just think of the difference in the programming for the generations. It was this is the life you could have if you believe like whatever in America. If you believe if I did it, you can do it too. And now it's ah, oh, you don't want this. Don't achieve, just do what you're told. You know, it's not Is worth that the it. Kardashian message? I think it really is, man. If you really boil down like what all this crap comes down to is that even the rich struggle, even the rich struggle. Look at how hard their life is. She can't find love, Mickey. She Who has can? everything, but she can't find love. Who? Poor Kim. Poor Kim. Poor Kim. Poor Kim. Yeah, well, she seems like she's getting enough love. I mean, she she's got getting her love whole, ins. She's getting lots of love ins. She, she got famous from her love ins. <laughs> I'm she, sad that that kind of trend went away, huh? Buttocks. Yeah, what you're saying. I think the, the teen mom kind of ruined that that whole uh, yeah. They ploy. took it as far as far as it could go. Yeah, they 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 took that. Uh, and then they had them doing porn and shit. That and game plan. Like, yeah, I guess uh, that was a uh, backdoor Farah, I believe. Farah backdoor was the one that uh, when they jumped the shark. I never there. watched Teen Mom. Yeah. Did you? Um. No, I I was I dated a girl who liked all that crap, the OC, Teen Mom, all that stuff. So like, you know, I never watched any of that. But to me, it's like so aggressively stupid. It actually makes me angry to watch it. Like I get angry. But Farah, pretty bad. She's a baddie. And then she Farrah? did. Let's yeah, pull her up. Farrah I don't Abraham. Know who she is. And she did what was she very. Did, she's the one who did porn. Very. It's very clearly a porn. And then she tried pulling this whole thing where she was like, I can't believe James would oh, that release leaked. these. We. So who was the cameraman there recording? <laughs> and like, where's the POV come from? Mm. And you're with a world I famous porn the, star. I get the wanting to record yourself thing, but not have it released. I do get that. Is that right? Do you get that? Of course. Have you who have doesn't? you uh, have you recorded yourself there? Who like? doesn't? So so I think you're. So on the next fappening iCloud hack, how, how, what kind of what kind of uh, content can we be ready for here? I mean, I'm I'm deleting everything. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone. Can't find me, bitch. <laughs> Can't get me. What was that? Go back. But we got to see Farah. Farah back door. Full screener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I don't. I want to know what she looks like. I can't tell. We can't go. Nah, that doesn't look that good. Well, this is she's older now. I mean, young what Farrah. She do to herself. She seems to have um, gotten pretty serious plastic into the plastic surgery. surgery. Yeah, poor girls. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the whole plastic surgery look, man. Yeah, not me neither. Know what I do like? I like some fucking boxing, bro. Yeah, we had Roberto some good, Duran. Uh, we had some good. Uh, yeah, I got my Roberto Duran shirt on. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always rocking the shout out Roots of Fight. They always send me these nice shirts that I like to wear, nice and comfortable in this Florida heat. Mm -hmm. But shit, I'd be lying to you if I didn't wear sad Warden jersey <laughs> winters as well. Uh, but I, you know what, I was rewatching last night for the first time in a while. I was watching uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. I'm watching One their, or two. their trilogy. I watched one and I'm on number two. Um, first of all, let's just take a notice at these two gentlemen's last names. Mm -hmm. Fury versus Wilder. Are we living in a simulation? Pretty cool. Isn't that fucking gangster? Uh. You know what I mean? One dude's last name is Fury. Mm -hmm. The other dude's last name is Wilder. Tyson Fury. Yeah, named after Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Mm -hmm. And Wilder fights like they both kind of fight like their name is. Tyson Fury with a very jerky, 
you know, it stays very long with his giant frame. Good luck trying to get inside that 6'9 frame, 85-inch reach, mm. you know. Very jerky. Fake, 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 go. You know, and then you got Wilder, who's got one of the most devastating punches ever. Bronze bomber. Uh, his his overhand right is just, it's it's crazy, man. He, he, he'll he take a crow hop before mm -hmm. he throws that thing. Bam, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 crazy. That that was one of the greatest. When Fury got up off the mat in crazy. that first fight, the Undertaker one is one of the most crazy uh, things I've seen in combat sports. And you guys know I'm skewed towards towards MMA. I think that you know, and I I know a real fight, an MMA fighter is gonna win that all day, but a boxing match, a boxer is gonna win because they're more specialized, right? Mm -hmm. But I of all the I've seen a lot of amazing things. I've seen you know probably thousands of MMA fights. That, that probably goes down as the craziest thing I saw. Him taking the most, the biggest shot of, of our, I'd say the biggest puncher of our generation. For I sure. would say Deontay Wilder. Uh, to go back and think of other guys like him, Tyson was up there. Tua. Tua's up there. Um, before our time, you got guys like Ernie Shavers. Mm -hmm. Foreman. Max Schmeling uh, and, and Max Bear. Remember Max Bear from yep. Cinderella Man? Mm-hmm. They kind of gave him a, a bad rap in that movie. Is that right? Yeah, he wasn't like a piece of shit. They made him the villain. Yeah. But he was like a good guy. Was he really? Yeah, very good guy. His family was, was very upset by uh, his depiction in that. Oh, I didn't know that. But he, 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 bro, he, you got to watch some of his fights. First of all, uh, from California, Jewish guy, he, he would, uh, you know, they would, they would uh, German. be anti-Semitic to him. He was Jewish. He wore a Jewish star on oh, his, no shit. on his, on his, uh, on his pants. He, he was like, he was like a proud Jewish guy. Got to be the toughest Jew maybe ever. Bro, Samson and one, him. Big right hand. Big, mm -hmm. big, bad right hand. Him and Max Schmeling. Schmeling was German. Schmeling, Schmeling was the was one German. who, and if you got to say the greatest heavyweight of all time, probably got to go Joe Lewis. Jack Johnson. Probably got to go Joe Lewis. I think so. Well, I'm open for discussion, and I got some reasons why. 26 title defenses. Mm. 26 motherfucking title defenses. No one touches that. Mm -hmm. No one's touching that. Wasn't he like 205 pounds? Yeah. Yeah, two hundred five pounds, which was huge and for those days. Yeah, he he was he was <laughs> big then. I think I think when he fought, so his fight with Max Schmeling, uh, that's probably one of the biggest fights. In, and this is in a time when boxing was the biggest sport in the world. That and horse racing, yeah. At, at this time, boxing was the biggest. This was around uh, what was it like the like the late thirties, I believe. You're talking about Joe Lewis? Joe Lewis, yeah. 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 Joe II Lewis, era. Max Schmeling, too. Look, mm -hmm. that, look up look, the date of that fight. So this, I think, was on like the eve of World War II. Yeah. And basically, the president calls up Joe Lewis. Hitler's got Max Schmeling, German guy, yeah. already, not, already knocked out Joe Lewis in their first fight. Lewis said, I'm not the champ until I beat Max Schmeling. Hitler's like taking, even though they say Schmeling was a good guy. Yeah. Uh, and that he wasn't down with what Hitler's saying. Hitler's saying, I got the master race, I got the best boxer in the world, all this yeah. shit. Matt, uh, Joe Lewis basically did it for like the, all the free world. For America, baby. It's 1938. 38. Was so, that, um, Christian, was that before or after Joe Lewis in, in um, not Joe Lewis, um, uh, who am I thinking of? In the, in the Olympics. The same. Oh, uh, shit. Jesse, Jesse Owens. Owens. Jesse Owens. Yeah. Is that, just check to see when Jesse Owens won uh, the the. I think Berlin. that was thirty six. Was thirty six? I believe so. So Jesse Owens sets the stage, and now so then Hitler wants it even even worse with Max Schmeling. Yeah, and the president called him uh, called him before the fight and was like Roosevelt. Yeah, it was like you gotta like 
got to kind of do this for America, yeah. man. Like, hey, we, we need you to, like, think about fucking pressure. Big win here, bud. We think we got pressure. Mm. That ain't, dog, that's fucking pressure. You're about to do it for the for the world. It was 1936. That mm. was Jesse Owens. Mm-hmm. And 39 is, is Joe Lewis. Believes. For the Olympics? Jesse Owens, Joe Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he ends up knocking him out in the first round. Wow. The Bronx and, bomber, and, yeah, and uh, and Schmeling would like sit back. The brown like bomber, this. the brown bomber, right? He would he would sit back and just like he had like a weird sense where he, he had, like just the old English fucking, thing. He just looking to boom throw that. Um, the old English thing you're talking about that. So that's almost like uh, now we're going back to the early days of, of boxing. We go back to the the Boston strong boy. Remember that guy? No. Pull his ass up. Uh, John, John L. Sullivan. Oh, that's John L. Sullivan is the Boston strong boy? Boston strong boy, bro. He'd fight like that. Yeah, they would they'd fight like this, yeah. kind of like the Notre Dame thing. Yeah. You know why that was? Because they grapple, and they, they, wanted, and they were punching uh, into, the, into the body mostly, right? They're, exactly. Yeah. They're, they do, there was a lot of grappling. It's more like a fight, almost more like an MMA. It's before the Marquis de Queensberry rules, right? Where yes. you couldn't grab and the, so yes, the, the they, marquee. The, I don't. I don't know what the. Story yeah, I don't know. Ex- I don't know exactly either. But yeah, it was. It, it was, it was more like a fight. Yeah. As yes. Bo- there John it is. L. So he. So they would. They'd throw a lot to the body. That's why back then these these fights would go, like forty rounds, and people were like, "Whoa, they were just built different then." Yes, they're built different, but they're also it was a different game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you can't. They're not. They're not punching each other in the head because they don't want to break their hands and not be able to fight next week and not mm-hmm. get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, actual prize fighters. They're just out there making. Just that, that's how they made their living. It's earning a buck. That's earning a buck the hard way, that right there, buddy. That guy's got some cool stories. John L. Sullivan. Yeah. There was a big picture of him and uh, Jack Dempsey in an Irish bar I used to bounce at, and they were like, it was, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that he was. Dempsey's the, uh, up there, one of the top uh, heavyweights ever. Apparently, uh, Customato took Dempsey's style, and that's where he started with. Uh, Peekaboo uh, style. Yeah. Floyd Patterson. Patterson. And then, which then be, he had Floyd Patterson, who I believe was the youngest heavyweight champion. Then he broke mm-hmm. his own record, custom motto, with Mike Tyson. That's right. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, yeah, that, that peekaboo style, they, they ingrained that in, in those guys young, and it was, it was devastating. Tyson could punch from both sides, big left hook, big right hand, big uppercuts. You know what I mean? A lot, lot of, of punch- activity. A lot of activity. Yeah. A lot of fighters are like, they're good, they're better on like one side. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're talking about Bear and Schmeling with their like their right hands. Mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder, big right hand. Frazier, left hook. Tyson could do both. With power. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and, he, power. and he could do it to the body and to the head, too. Yeah. I mean, he was Tyson. Young Tyson was. Un- I mean, just think about it. He was the heavyweight champion of the world, 19 years old. You think like you look on the streets right now. Would you think a 19 year old could whoop your ass? Nah. Yeah, like, dude, this was the baddest. You know, there was a the seven. Planet. There was a 17 year old uh, champion. No, not heavyweight. Uh, look, look him up for me, Christian. Uh, I forget it. I forget his name. Uh, I think he's a Hispanic cat. Um, but he, yeah, he was 17 years old. He started like fighting when he was like six. Well, that kid in the, in uh, in Vegas at the Christos fight who fought after Christos. That kid's like 18 oh, or 19, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Raul Rosas. That he's the youngest is, kid in the UFC. He's uh, game. Right yeah, he's a tough kid. He's game, dude. Yeah. He stands in the pocket. No yeah. fear. Yeah. Yeah, poor kid. He's like, every, he's like everybody in the company hates me. Why? <laughs> I, I mean, he's he's. Because, I think they're just hating on because he only they're knows curse words in they're English. Hate, they're hating on people hate because no, of how he looks. That's literally nah, it. They're, yeah, and it's a good thing he could fight because he's not much of a looker. But he he's looks got a like crazy a fighter. Fight, but he's a, but he's a fucking great fighter. You just had a great yeah, finish. He's a great. He's he's a great fighter. He's a young kid. People should be giving him love. But at the same time. 
I, trust me, I experienced it going into UFC being green. It's a dog eat dog world, baby. Mm -hmm. They, you know what I mean. They, you want, you're getting some shine and and my, don't haven't uh, had as much experience. That's we my shine. We want, we we want. I paid that. my dues. Fuck yeah, the big target on your back. Embrace that shit. Mm -hmm. That Embrace boxing it. champion, by the way, is Wilfred El Radar Benitez, and he was 17 years old. Wilfred wow. Benitez, yeah, Wilfred Benitez. WBA years old. super light welterweight championship, with a 15 years round old. split decision victory. And now we've been talking a bunch of, about a bunch of uh, but heavyweights. He, is he Dominican? Because then he might actually be 30. He's Puerto so, Rican. Well, well, no, that's that's probably 17. Now we've been talking a bunch of heavyweights. We haven't even touched on Muhammad Ali, the George Foreman's, all you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, all these guys, Klitschko, Klitschko's who had were were not that wasn't have a very fan favorite fan friendly style. Mm -hmm. Crazy amount of title defenses. I think like seventeen. Well, you know who my my favorite heavyweight of all time is. You know this, Lennox Lewis. That's right. That's that's one of my favorites as well. And unheralded here in America. Unheralded, like not reg high regarded. Not high regarded. Yeah. He even even Michael Moore. Before I did the research on the episode, I didn't realize I knew Michael Moore was the champ, but I really just remember him from losing the Foreman. Really. Right. I don't even remember his two fights and, with Holyfield, really. Holyfield, yeah. You know, but what, well, look, going back and watching that dude, that Michael Moore was a monster. For him not to be oh, in the oh, Hall yeah. of Fame is insanity. For sure, it's insane. You know, I, I, I don't care if he was mean to the media. I don't. The dude, his record, his record as a light heavy alone, Hall of Fame worthy before he even moved to heavyweight. That's nuts. That's nuts. I agree, and hopefully they'll make right on that. I think there's still time where they can, and mm -hmm. they should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lennox Lewis, one thing that makes him great, everybody he lost to, he beat. Yeah. Shouldn't have lost them in the first place, though. He, do you know when he lost to Rockman, he admitted he didn't train like more than a week for that fight. Really? He was filming, I think, Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage. And he, he, he like some heavyweight shit. <laughs> he just trained. It was like he threw like a couple jabs like, oh, I'm good. All right, let's do this yeah. thing. You know, and Rockman rocked him. Yeah. Just goes to show Haseem you. Hasim Rockman. Hasim Rockman, man. Yeah. Rockman's son's fighting now, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. He fought someone recently. I can't remember who. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about a few of the uh, the lighter weight guys, too. Go for it. All right. So, obviously, on my shirt, we got Roberto Duran, who, the, who I believe would probably translate into the best MMA fighter of boxers. Because he kind of ha still had a little bit of that grappling style, and he was just a fucking animal. He was an animal. They were recording one time. They were recording him down in uh, Panama, and he's sitting there. They're sitting at like a picnic table. Mm -hmm. You know, ESPN's there interviewing him. And like I said, this dude's a savage, man. Different comes from a different place. Sitting at a table. So take that with a grain of salt when I tell this story. Uh, a little cat jumps up on the table, goes over. Herberto kind of grabs it, picks it up. Swack! <laughs> Just throws the cat against the wall and kills it. Turns back around, like sips his coffee. Just murders the Just kitty? murdered the cat for fun. Just because it was like there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Savage. It's like sociopathic shit. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's it's like, a little uh, sick. Yeah, it's a little I, sick. I, got, uh, I like eating pork chops. He uh, might have ate the cat after. We don't oh know. That could have been hunting. We don't we don't know. We we you know what I mean we live in our own world where I was gonna we look at them as I was gonna defend Roberto Duran because in popular culture he's only remembered contemporarily for Nomas. Nomas quitting. And you know, he had over a hundred fights, stone hands, he was a monster. I mean, he basically beat Sugar Ray Leonard's eye out of his head. And uh yeah, we just remember from Nomas, but now, after hearing he's a kitty murderer, fuck Roberto Duran. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Good. Well, he uh, he's a part of that kind of that great time in Hagler, our, our father's era. Hearns, Hagler, Hearns. Were the middleweights, exactly. Yeah. Hagler, Hearns, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and him. And Sugar Ray Leonard and him had some great ones. Sugar, he psyched out Sugar Ray Leonard. So there's there's also like these boxers who are great at the psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. You got guys like uh, I think I think Jack Johnson was kind of one of the originators of it. Mm. Then you got guys like Sonny Listen. Yeah. Sonny Listen is and George Foreman is one too, where he'd be a cold brother. Well, that's what makes Ali Ali is people were legitimately afraid of Sonny Liston. They were legitimately oh, yeah. afraid of George Foreman. Oh, and yeah. Ali's like, he's a lion tamer. He's like, oh, you, I heard you bad. You ain't bad. Bah, 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 bah. You ain't bad. Bah, 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 bah. Just just beat them. Think, like mentally the beat them down. Fixed? That's the word. That's the, the word. word. It's not confirmed. That's the but word. It's, it's uh, you know, it's, it, it is um, a I haven't watched it, but... Uh, my old trainer, Danny Duffy, great guy, New Jersey Golden Gloves, watched like every boxing match ever in history. And he goes, if it's not fixed, Sonny Liston fought like he never fought before or after. Mm. He fought in a way, a manner, and a style he never fought before or after. Yeah. So he's like, but uh, it's Ali. He also might have been murdered. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he, he, was, he, he was overdosed. He and was he, a, and he, he was involved in, in some bad shit. for the mob. I don't. I don't know that he was. He was, absolutely was. And not only he he was a, he collected. He did. He did dirt. Cleveland, right? Yeah. He did. He, he did dirt. Cleveland. I'm not sure. Sonny Liston was a bad. That he got too popular in boxing, and the mob got mad at him because then he, he couldn't collect anymore. They'd be like, "Hey, you're Sonny Liston." And he was there to no. like go break an, break an angle. No, I'm not. Or an, yeah, a, I, knee break I saw you all the telly, break. son. Yeah. 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 Well, ah, shit. He's from, <laughs> he's from Arkansas. Yeah, but I think I think he made I think he cut his bones in the Midwest though. I think Mick's right. Cut his bones, pun intended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cut his teeth. Yeah, that's that's Ali too. People forget Cassius Clay, the private Louisville, Kentucky, bro. Cass Cassius, that, that dude. You'll that, call him Muhammad. You will call him Muhammad. His mama call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> so uh, well, Don King was from Cleveland, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, one of my my favorite is, my favorite real favorites is though, hmm. and everyone can watch a great movie on him, Jake LaMotta. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. You can see Robert De Niro play Jake LaMotta. Another not great human being, as it turns out. Uh, Is that right? Beat up the women pretty good. That's not good. That's frowned upon. Frowned upon. Well, he was Italian, so like, you know. Yeah, they speak with their hands more than one way sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of Italians, hold on real quick. I just learned this. And Christian, you're going to love this. Marciano? No, I'm just kidding. No, the, the average size of a Roman soldier. What do you think? These people took over like the world. Five, three. They're like 5'5", five, five, 150. <laughs> that was like the it. average size of a That's Roman stopping. century. Can you imagine? 5'3", 150? Can you imagine a thousand Christians? Christians a thousand Christians showing up in short shorts and sandals and being like, this land is ours. <laughs> You're like, get the fuck out of here. That would be a problem for We're, real. Like, seriously. You got a whole bunch <laughs> of like Viking-blooded, Gallic, Gallic people. So you're rolling into to Mickey's. Village, or you're rolling into my ancestors' hey, village, and rolling it's, into my village. It's a, it's five thousand Christians. My people were, were are from the Germanic tribes. We lived right above those Roman faggots, yeah. and we were okay. Okay, nah, nah, not really. <laughs> I survived. <laughs> Somebody did. <laughs> how many, how many Mickey's would it take to beat five thousand Christians? Well, ten or eleven. <laughs> Well, I tell you, the it's the Roman Legion was the strong thing. So it's not it's not one Christian. It's five thousand Christians yeah, all we're moving up in, in trees, one. bro. Can you imagine we're up in trees and then we're hopping in the in the water? You know bro, what I mean? I want to I want to get I want to get you in a full room at Roman Sentry outfit one time and let me just see if this isn't intimidating at all. Like like. <laughs> 
Like, like we we'll put, you we'll get you in the sandals. And be like, you know, this, this guy steroid oh, me up for a few your... weeks. I don't think they're on steroids. What were they doing? They were marching twenty miles a day. They were probably that lighter good than you. for you. That's so healthy for you. It's so good for you to walk. <laughs> they went, People did, used to do that a lot. They definitely no didn't have underwear. They definitely didn't have underwear. There was sun in their balls. Their balls were getting exposure. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know about the sun in the balls thing. I've never sunned my balls. Yeah, but just because it's it seems like a difficult thing to pull off. Five, off. But six, that makes sense. One fifty. These took these guys took over. Bro, this is a different five, time. People six, were smaller. Like we just talked about it in in the heavyweights were were one eighty. Yeah. 190, and this was just 100 years ago. Yeah, we're talking so many years ago. That's, mm-hmm. that's I don't think they're small for that day, you know. Well, I, maybe. I mean, they said, remember David and Goliath? Yeah, they said, guess how tall they said Goliath was. <laughs> Tell me, he's like 6'1, 6'6, 6'6, 6'6. They're like, it's a real giant. It was probably Shaq, right? Like, I mean, imagine if, like, Kevin Durant showed up and these people would be like, what the fuck? Is this a god? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. The Romans were five, six, a buck fifty wearing sandals took over the world. Wild. Wild. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's just insane to really think about it. Who's your favorite boxer ever, G? And, ever? And, and of then, all time? Or actually, no. First, who's your favorite uh, Roman... Uh, Dictator or general your call mm. oh, Man I can go on that for that for a while. I like uh, give me one Okay, okay uh, one in an honorable mention all right six fine dude, whatever <laughs> uh, Gaius Deulii Kaiser aka Julius, Julius Caesar, Caesar was a bad motherfucker yeah. And we know that because he wrote about Till how bad of a motherfucker that he Brutac was. came in there. Bow, and, stabbed two, him. and a whole bunch of other yeah, people. Yeah, there was a, a general became uh, emperor for like a day named Germanicus, who was a bad motherfucker. Um, yeah, there was he a took lot over of. Germany? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he subdued. And his son, Caligula, kind of fucking. Kind of piece of shit. Well, a lot of these great men kind of piece of shit. Yeah, and I, but Caligula is very in- interesting because he might be the very first n- victim of propaganda. In history. Oh, really? Yeah. That, it he, might not be true. He, they might have made that shit he, up about him. The elites hated him. Uh. And he treated the elites like shit. And then after he died, the elites, you know, history is written by the victors. You know, so the idea of, like, him screwing his sisters and his mother and stuff like that, probably That's not. probably not true, Probably, huh? maybe now it is, that, maybe Now that it you isn't. say that, it's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the whole idea that he made his horse council, it, like, they made it because he was crazy. But it wasn't. It was, it was a fuck to the elites. The it was. Elites, the, yeah. I, I I like my horse better than I like any of you fucks. That's what it was. Yeah. You know. My horse is more fit to run this yeah. country than he you. was a child star. He was Germanicus's son. So the, so Caligula means little boots. So he would dress up like his dad, and when his dad would come through on these triumphs, Caligula would be in the chariot next to him and he'd be like, oh, he was like JFK Jr. Right, right, right. You know. And then so anyway. But my favorite boxer. Uh, do you have a favorite Roman emperor or or general? Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm trying to pick one other than Caesar. Uh, I, I, I know this, this, uh, this one doesn't count because he wasn't, a, he wasn't one, but Alexander the Great, I've yeah. le- read a lot about him. Yeah. His father was another, was he, his father was a great man too. Mm-hmm. And, but he didn't have that, that curse where his father, where it's, it's Darius, no, Philip, Philip, right? I Philip of Macedon. Yeah. yeah. Where a lot of times they, you know I mean? There's that drop off. Like yeah. we, like, uh, what's it, Who's, who's our guy? Uh, 
the stoicism. Marcus uh, Aurelius. Aurelius. Like his son. Yeah. And, real, and real this piece is one of the shit. most pious, like great men of history. Yeah. We're still people are still into into the stoicism. A lot of great that. men are not great fathers. A lot of the most successful men I know are are shitty, shitty husbands and shitty fathers. Mm. Great businessmen, leaders of men, right, people you look name, up to. Their name is remembered. Incredible not for what mentors. They did as a. Uh, yeah. Not for what they did as, as a father, but what they did in the world. Yeah, the Ted Williams. I mean, Ted Williams' kids hated him. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin's kids hated him, you yeah. know? Um, and, I mean, these are two of the greatest Americans of all time, you know? It, it's just weird how that works out, you know? It's, it's, it's very difficult to... And you've I'm created sure, everything? Well, you've seen it. You've grown up with it. I've grown up with it. It's very difficult to kind of build a personal empire, a business empire... And have the time to put into your family as well. Right. It's very difficult to manage that. You know, it's hard to prioritize. And if you prioritize your family, you're going to miss out on business. Right. You know, I, I hope because of automation that gets easier and stuff with like Zoom meetings and all that stuff. But it's still it's not the same as doing things in person. Not for sure. Hard to say no to you in person. Yeah. It's pretty easy to say no over text or email. It's like that's the real value I didn't realize Growing up, I'm always like, why aren't these things done over phone? Just make the phone call. Yeah. It's hard. For, it's hard to say no to somebody in in person. Right. Real easy to say no over for an sure. email. So we got to have this meeting in person, and then we can figure it out right then and there. You know. Um, but yeah, one of my favorite Caesar quotes, uh, and maybe the best general of that whole era was uh, was Hannibal, who uh, you know almost conquered Rome from Carthage. What a, what a beast he was. He was awesome. Killed himself at the end. They chased him until he was like 70 years old across the Who was Hannibal's enemy? Rome. Right. Was, Rome. was it Caesar? Uh, no. no. Who was Caesar's enemy that he... Uh, that, who was in charge before Caesar? Caesar's main enemy is Pompey. I forget Pompey, all these guys' names Pompey, are. Um, Caesar's main opponent was Pompey, um, who was basically his best friend and his mentor. Uh, it, it was a civil war. Caesar started the Civil War, and, and, and he kind of, you know, they were passing by uh, on their way to conquer Gaul, where he killed over a million people, by the way. Some might call it a genocide, right. but, you know. He, different he, time. Different time. So he's on his way, and they're passing by these little, like, tent cities that are just outside the, the Roman borders. And one of his, uh, one of his generals was going... Ugh, would you look at this? Like, how gross is this? Who would ever want to live here? And Caesar goes, I would rather rule here than be second in Rome. Mm. Set the tone right there. Let everybody know, like, this is what it is. We're going. We're kicking some ass. Going to get a whole lot of wealth. <clears throat> and we come back. Who is Caesar's sponsor? Oh, There's yeah. a money guy. Cla Claudi uh, Claudius. Claudius. You know how he died? Um, No. He tried to conquer. Uh, he did on his own. He tried to conquer. Yeah. So all these generals, they, they were kind of like more like mob bosses. The Ro they they all had their Roman legions, right? And then they had to conquer, rape, pillage, steal for the glory of Rome, and that's how they maintain their like, you know, their clout back home, and that's how they paid their soldiers. Like so, like why did Caesar's legions follow him into Rome? Because these dudes got paid. And he, they knew that when they, they, they had won so much, they knew that once the boss takes over, they're getting paid again. So like it was like kind of fiefdoms, right? It wasn't like it wasn't like a country like you think of it today. Like 
they were Romans, but they were Caesar's guys. Right. You know, this is this is this is House Columbo. This is how Gambino. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, Claudius um, tries to to conquer uh, parts of Persia. Unsuccessful. Why do you have so much money? Because of his. Uh, it was a. He was a landlord. Spoils? Landlord. Even back then, it's aristocratic. Family money, and then he, you know, landlord. But they melted gold because they had know how rich he was. They melted gold and poured it down his mouth, and he died. Mm. That's how he died. <laughs> yeah, and, and thus, and thus his reign ended. Yes. Didn't that happen in Game of Thrones? They kind of. George R. R. Martin took it from that. Who they do that to in Game of Thrones? Uh, spoiler alert: um, <laughs> the uh, the last male Targaryen, Daenerys' mm. older brother. Okay, Viserys. yeah, 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 yeah. And he wasn't supposed to be able to get burnt alive anyway. He should have been able to house that if he was the true. That's what dragon. she said. The yeah. fire can't kill a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fucking molten gold. Yeah, it wasn't that fire. That, that cools can. Nah, fucking. Daenerys would have sipped out like coffee. Yeah, Hannibal was a beast. Like, uh, all those guys were beasts, man. Like, they did some wild shit. Caesar did some wild shit. You know, there's something romantic. There was just that whole thing, like, that that meme thing last week about how often do you think of Rome? Because that's back when men could, like, put their destiny in their own hands. That's why we love MMA fighters. That's why we love boxers. That's why we love athletes on a certain degree. Your destiny's in your hands. Well, you can draw inspiration from all these things because doing what Caesar did or, you know, being a a professional boxer or an MMA fighter, that's the reason why, like, we have fans and stuff because they could draw inspiration from Mm. what we do. It's a hard thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. But the idea is if you can do it, I can do it. Exactly. That's the idea, really. That's what I... I, Brother, how many times I said, if one man can do it, any man can Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. But And I even have a caveat to that. One man, if one man could do something, yeah. one man could do something, any man could do something. Yeah. Unless you're a bitch. Ah. Unless you're, yeah. If you, if you, uh, if you're on a on a football team and you got you lose that game, and they stuff you down. Yeah. If you're a bitch and you just, nah, <sighs> I'm just gonna wait you're for just, the no, whistle. No, you just stay there. Wait for you the whistle. You just stay there then. And but if you're a man, a man, a man's gonna rise up and is gonna elevate from that. What do I, God, Godfather, what do I do? What do I do? You can act like a man! <laughs> 5,000 Christians showing up at your door. Five, I'm not going to say Christian anymore because I think people are thinking like the, the, the religion. 5,000 right. Pirellos. Yeah, CPs. Outside your, your, your castle walls. Oh, I got a castle? Like, yeah, you know, well, you got a rampart. I got maybe. a castle? You got a rampart. Oh, you fucked you know? them, dude. You ain't getting my castle. 5,000 of them. You're like, what are those little... What are those little guinea bastard doing over there? <laughs> what is that? Is that, a, is that a siege engine? Is that a catapult? A trebuchet? What the hell is that? A trebuchet? Is that a trebuchet? And then 5,000 of these little bastards come walking up like, you know, sounding like Joe Pesci. Hey. <laughs> All right. You could, this could go one of the ways. <laughs> you could hey, either be a vassal. this castle is ours now. <laughs> Whether you know it or not, this castle Isaj, we can do it the hard way, or we can do it the fun way. It's your choice. <laughs> and there it is. Next thing you know, the Roman Empire is born. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorite scenes from The Sopranos. One of my favorite scenes of all time, where where they get the uh, the Hasidic, the Hasidic. Uh, they're yeah. they're they're shaking down the Hasidic for his uh, for his hotels, <laughs> and he's like, "My people have been around for ten thousand years. We're the Romans. 
No, he's like he's like the Romans. They tried to conquer us. Oh, Mossad. That's right. Tells the story of Mossad. He's like he's like, but the Romans, where are they now? And You're Tony looking said, at him. Tony said, "You're looking at him. You're looking <laughs> at him." Favorite boxer. Favorite boxer. Um, I got well. When I was a kid. Tyson was next level. Tyson was was must see TV. It was it was incredible. Um, but stylistically, like as I got older, like watching the style of fighter, uh, I really came to appreciate, you know, what kind of like Floyd Mayweather was. Mm. Um, you know, the ability to to strike, get hit without getting hit. I mean, that's boxing, right? Like the difference between boxing and that's fighting. That's sweet science. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, just like. I don't know if I ever, like, there were so many good fighters when I was growing up, man. There were so many great, great fighters. And there was fights you didn't, like, like, I remember looking forward to Ward Gotti, too, like it was the Super Bowl. Like, nah. Ward Gotti, too, was like, man, that that's, I can't wait to see this fight. Um, there was guys that, that were great fighters and nobody even remembers now. Like, I remember Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker was awesome to watch. That's a fun watch, yeah, uh, for sure. Tito Trinidad. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya would stand in the pocket and throw. Um, these guys fought a lot. They would fight like three, four times a year too. So you got you got to kind of know these guys and get interested in them. Like yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know shit about Tank Davis now. You know, I don't know shit about. You know, like I, I didn't care about Charlo Canelo. Like you know, I didn't. Did I? Did you care really? I was interested, but yeah, I, I think the you know Charlo brothers are good, and you know Canelo is one of the best of this generation. Yeah. Um, oh, one of the best. You know, Mexican what I loved. Fight, I loved. I think I loved it because watching my father lose his mind every time this guy fought was my one of and my you favorite said, things. You said Canelo's Irish. He's uh no, he's Mexican. I know, but you said didn't 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 you say that the because there's a lot of uh, people in in Mexico who of have European uh, descent the same way in America. I, I I don't know if he's Irish, but I, I can look into it. I think I I think okay. I heard him say that sometime or something like that. Like he was like if he did an ancestry test, he yeah, would come back for because like like uh, what's his name, Louis C.K., Mexican, Mexican, but yeah. looks just like an Irish guy. You sure. know what I mean, red hair. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear what he said on Rogan about the border, about how yeah. it should be open because yeah. we don't deserve to have a good country? Yeah, it's a weird way to, to think. Yeah, but I think a lot of people like do that. think like that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that. <laughs> it was like I didn't like that. I didn't feel that. So so you're admitting that this is making us worse and weaker but it's okay because we don't deserve what we have it was kind of like a pull back the veil to the that kind of thinking yeah it's like oh all right so these these people are trying to destroy us like what the fuck yeah all right well thanks for admitting it at least the whole like rich guilt white guilt rich guilt thing drives me out of my fucking mind it's so destructive yeah like like you feel bad about how good life is for you so you have to ruin it for the rest of us yeah my life ain't that good i'd like my life to be better yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You think things are so good for you that you feel guilty about it. Give me some of your money, Luis. Louis, give me some of your money. If all of those millions are such a burden for you to bear, I am happy to help you shoulder that burden, my friend. Give me all your stuff and go live in poverty. Mickey Louis, says it's Louis good for you to walk really, outside. Louis, Louis was really big time until <laughs> that uh, whole jerking off thing, huh? Yeah. He, he got me too hardcore. I, I think even that was kind of bullshit. You know, I felt that way as well. You know, you're you're in the man's you're in the man's hotel room at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know he's married. What are you here for? Right. Tea and crumpets. Yeah. I just want to talk. Let's talk about our feelings. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can talk about your feelings. I'm gonna jerk off in front of you. <laughs>
if you mind everybody wins every what a gentleman that he asked by the way what a gentleman and then they wait eight years to talk about it yeah i don't know about that the same thing with this Russell Brand stuff, 17 years. My favorite fighter. <laughs> um, and then Christian, you got to give your favorite, my favorite fight. Too. My favorite boxer to watch, man. Um, shit. Yeah, dude, I, I don't know, man. Uh, there was just so many good fighters. I, I feel like I should say Butterbean. <laughs> <laughs> Butterbean's great. I feel like I should say Butterbean. Yeah. Um, honestly, dude, my favorite fighter to watch of all time is probably John Jones. Okay, so you're, not, we're, you're going back to fighter, not, bo- not My boxer. favorite, I, I, I I'm just boxer. always so impressed with Jones. Um, you know, he just figures out a new way to win every time. Um, favorite boxers, Tyson, Young Tyson. Tyson. Young Tyson. Christian, who you got? Uh, I do like, and I heard this from Rogan, and I checked him out a few years ago, but Gerald McClellan. Have you oh, heard of him? dude, yeah. that, what a fucking tragic story. Yeah. That's a tragic story what for people like that don't know. Him? His hook, his left hook. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mini Mike, Mini Mike Tyson. What's what's uh-huh. uh what's his whole story? Like uh, he he had a fucking um he had a brain bleed in one of his fights and kept fighting through it and you could see him like blinking, he's stroking out. Um and he's basically he's he's been a paraplegic ever since. Mm-hmm. Um uh you know, he 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 Yeah, he he was too tough for his own good. Um and uh his corner failed him. And he's taking he's taking the beating of a lifetime, and and uh, he's lost complete control of his motor skills. He lives with his sister. Um, she takes care of him full time. He's, you know, he, he's basically a vegetable. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Only three losses too. Oh, he was a beast. He was a monster. Almost everyone was like a KO or a TK. Yeah, they say pound for pound, he's one of the hardest punchers of all time. Um. Yeah, and the guy. It ruined both careers because the guy who beat him was so like, uh, like fucked up by it. That was the same thing happened to Max Bear. Max Bear killed a guy again. That's a guy in Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. He plays like the antagonist, the mm-hmm. bad guy, the guy he that uh, James J. Braddock beats for the belt. Um, he killed a guy in the ring and started holding back. Really? Because he didn't he he again because he was a good person. He, it it hurt him. It you know what I mean? Like it mm. it fucks up both people. A yeah. lot of times, you know, uh, and he he held back in a lot of his fights because he didn't want to kill anyone. I, I want to know who your favorite is, but before going on with that, is there kind of like a gentleman's agreement in fighting now? Like, you know, is this where the tapping comes in and all this other stuff? Where it's like, dude, I don't want to fucking hurt you. Like, I've got you. Like, it's checkmate, man. It's checkmate. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Not, not totally though. No. No. It's it's all the way to the end. You know, you can fucking. Like, I mean, you'll see some 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 cases of like guys like kind of looking to the ref like you're gonna like stop this thing. Yeah. And I think some of it's from I'm you know I don't I one I want to win and be done. Yeah. But also like you know what I mean like they're also looking out for the guy a little bit. Yep. Um, I remember Matt Brown was beating the shit out of someone one time and he looked at the ref a few times. Even like after the fight, he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, cause he because he like one because he knew he had the fight done. Yeah. And two. He, was, he didn't want to have to kill that fucking guy, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's kill or be killed. Like, if the other guy, you don't, if you're on the other side of that, you don't know what that guy's going to be doing, you know? But there's also, like, people play within rule, like, nobody's punching each other in, like, the trachea and shit like that and grounding pound. Like, you know, like. If they could, they would. Really? Yeah, why not? No, I guess so. I guess right? there's still, yeah. 
I guess. I don't. I don't know. But you're not doing like you know. I mean, within the rule set, you are trying to separate you can't that punch. guy. Can you Separ- punch in the neck? Se- yeah, you're trying to separate that guy from his, you know, consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know, by whatever means. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Well, so so be it. That's yeah. what you're signing up for. Who's your favorite boxer? Um, so <laughs> my, one of my favorite boxers ever is a guy who never heard of, and I want you to look him up. See, I I wonder what he's doing nowadays. This is dude, Vinny Matalone. From Queens, alone from he was Queens. a he was a I think he was like a minor league baseball player. I love this guy. And he he uh, he he entered like some strong tough man competitions. Yeah. And like started like winning, and had like a little run uh, where he was you know he was on he was headlining like the small like Friday night fights on uh, on ESPN and stuff. I remember yeah I yeah went, yeah yeah yeah. Look, look this dude up because I, I actually a reason why I liked him was I got to meet him. I, I, uh, so my uncle Richie, he, and he was friends with his, uh, his, uh, promoter. Okay. So I went down and like, I got to meet him before the fight. I shook his hand and shit. Cool guy. I was like a little kid. I went with my uncle Richie and my grandpa. I remember we watched this fight and this dude's winning, knocks this dude down. I believe he's fighting Brian Mitchell, knocks him down two or three times, maybe four times in the fight. In the 10th round of the 10 round fight, Brian Mitchell knocks him out. I remember my grandpa turned to me. We were big like Yankee fans. He was like, "I would have rather see the Reds. The Yankees been up 4-0 and lost to the Red Sox. Ends up happening a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> 3-0, yeah. He or, fought yeah, Tyson up, Fury. Yeah. Up 3-0. Who? Vinny Madalone. Uh, if he did, I didn't know about that. Vinny Madalone. But uh, bro, this guy just swinging. Yeah. Richie Incognito, huh? Bro, just just swinging. Hey, bro, bro big strong just fast will take you a long way in this world. Big strong fast. Bro, he just look. He just he just in there just whack whack. Just he looks just, like an actor playing a boxer in a movie. Yeah. How old? Uh, uh, I didn't even know he fought Tyson Fury. That'd how old? Crazy. Uh, how old? Fought Vinny, Evander Holyfield too. How old? Did he was, alone, uh, do uh, on the uh, on the post uh, post fight drug test there? You figure? I don't know, but. Wow, look at young Tyson Fury moving, yeah. huh? Yeah. What do you do with a six foot nine guy who can jab and move? That's, I mean, no. I guess no the I guess the first person to figure it out will will tell us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vinny Madalone, just uh, East Coast. Uh, well, speaking you know of, what I mean, like, did you hear that? Uh, hear that NBA player talking uh, about if you gave him six months to train, he'd beat John Jones. No. What's his name? Did you see this, Christian? Mm-mm. He's like an NBA tough guy. He's like one of the better defensive players in the NBA, and apparently he fought growing up. And, and like, I forget who. He's on Somebody Famous's podcast, and um, they were talking about, you know, if you weren't in the NBA, what James would you be Johnson? like? Yeah, I think that's it. He's like, oh, I'd be a fighter. And they're like, well, how I do you? I think I could beat him for real. Within a year of training defense, I just need ground defense. I've been punching and kicking since I was five, six years old. Yeah, I got my money on That's John. Cat. That's cap. <laughs> hey, but I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he believes pull up, pull that. Pull up the video if you can. Pull up the... Hey, listen. Also, six eight, professional athlete. Yeah. Like, don't nah. trip. Big, strong, fast. I mean, maybe don't start with John Jones. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There he is. But like I said, with a, I think I could beat him for real. But like I said, with a year of training defense, I just need ground defense. I think the scary thing, because we're big athletes, it's like, okay, JJ can move how you move, and he's 6'8". 
Right. That's the scary part. Like, where, okay, he can do everything you do, and he's 6'8". Like, JJ versus JJ. The mm -hmm. difference comes in. Yeah, and the opposite is, he started learning how to use your hands and your feet, what, after college? Like, I've been punching and kicking since I was five, six years old. So, like, Oof. the same thing for me, though, is the opposite for him because he's been wrestling for that long. Learning yeah. all his wrestling moves and things like that for that long. There's only one way to find out, bro. Listen, all that middle school, the jujitsu. You know, if he had a if he had a time machine, maybe he could do it. But in a year, he's not learning. Not enough for John Jones. But we saw it with Matt Mitrione. We saw it with Hardy. You know. They're, yeah, they yeah, they they made it. Yeah. They're high level when you're a high level athlete, it can translate pretty quickly. For sure. You know? Um I, I want to see that. Well, have we we that, haven't did seen that the scrap NBA? with anyone in the NBA? Let's see uh JJ? Yeah, I'll see I'll see him throw some hands. I want to see how he how he fights a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. What was that? That was like old oh, school this? like yeah, that was like Yeah. Oh, they so, trade punches so. here. Oh, let's go JJ. JJ's supposed to be a bad mother sucker, man. Who's he play for? He's been a journeyman, I think. Oh, oh. James Johnson and Ibaka just went at each other. Quickly broke it up. That must just be it. That's a... Serge Ibaka's a bad mother sucker, too. Tough guy. Pop. Looks like you can fight both stands. Looks like he throws those punches from Southpaw <laughs> and then uh -oh. uh, steps into Orthodox. Nice. Good, good. I can't see anything. Yeah, no, it's not a, it's not a great. Yeah, I think uh, he has other fights, too. All right, let's see what we got here. Hold on. Hmm. And it would be interesting to see an NBA guy. NBA guys, if you ever talk to NBA guys, they think they'd be the best in every other sport. Like they could just walk on the football field, game. they'd be the best. It is an athletic game, man. Big Jumping, time. running. Big, and they're big. First of all, got to love the hustle. He's a hustler. Most fun part of a sport is when a fight breaks out, eh? For sure. Joel Embiid. Trust the process. My other favorites are, uh, are Arturo Gotti. You know, you like the style. I, I love I loved Arturo Gotti as a kid. Uh, Just to watch, but you wouldn't like recommend fighting that style. I wouldn't imagine. And no, no, I'd say you want to fight more like a Lennox Lewis. Hmm. Um, yeah, Lennox Lewis is, is up there too. But I like uh, Mickey Ward, Arturo Gotti. When you you know those fights. How could you not be huge fans of both those guys? I like I like a guy when you you really see their heart, mm -hmm. you know. That's the Donald Cerrone style. That's the stand there and let's 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 hammer, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't come here to dance. I mean, who who are some guys like that? Like a, oh, who is the uh, who is the guy? He, he always lost, but he'd stand there and just get bloodied for everybody. Oh, what the hell was his name? Uh, he was always burping. What the hell was his name? Clay Guida. Clay Guida. He, he, yeah, he won a bunch of fights. He won a bunch, but I like... Clay Guido was a wild man, bro. Yeah, he, he was crazy. He had cardio for days. Mm -hmm. uh, Long hair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he go hard. Yeah. yeah Clay Guido is, is a... Love Chuck Liddell back in the day. Kitor. Uh, James Tony was another uh, another one of, of uh boxer of my generation. Is that right? You like Tony? I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tony's great. Because, you know, 
Well, I liked when he went up to heavyweight because heavyweight was was kind of weak. John Ruiz. John Ruiz. Oh, was who oh, beat. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I can't believe I forgot my favorite boxer of all time. I can't believe I forgot Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, Roy, Roy Jones, Jones Jr. is my favorite of then all that time. That makes you think about guys like uh, Bernard Hopkins. Oh, Hop, the executioner. Hop, executioner. You, have, uh, you know, you have uh, uh, Antonio Stop. Tarver. Oh, Tarver. That, that, Tarver. You know, I mean, Glenn Johnson in the mix. Yeah. Like that. Th that was a good little time in in uh, in in our our life. Yeah. None of those guys were any good in the media except for Roy Jones, so they didn't they and, didn't get the pub. Yeah, and, Mason uh, the Line Dixon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antonio Tarver, and I got a uh, uh, another one who I think would be I I, I think I got to say better than Roberto Duran, a better uh, guy who crossed over to MMA. Hmm. Bud Crawford. Oh, Terrence he, Crawford. He wrestles. He wrestles. He He's wrestles, got a little yeah. jujitsu too. Dude can grapple for sure. Oh uh, yeah. You can see that. You can see that for sure. Bud Crawford, man. He whew. he made that crossover. Oof. Uh, Tony, Tony, um, Pull up, yeah, at and, least Tony, Tony tried. Tony was great. Uh, big shit talker. Shit talker. His sparring, you could watch him. His sparring, it's so fucking funny. Really? Yeah. I'll run real quick. Did you ever see, um, Chris, did you ever see the video of uh, Roy, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, did you ever see the video of Sugar Ray Leonard on a on a uh, he's on like a cruise ship and he's doing a promotion for some some kind of like show that he's on or some shit like that? And uh, they said, hey, one of our chefs was a pro boxer, you know, and you want to throw some hands for the promotion? The guy's like, yeah, sure, for sure. But Sugar Ray goes to him, he goes, hey, look, do me a favor, buddy. Uh, just nothing in the head because I, I just had an injury with my eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The guy hits, you see how they're just messing around? Sugar Ray's like, hey, this is cool. So the guy hits Sugar Ray in the eye, and then you can see Sugar Ray decides, oh, okay, that's it what changed, we want to do. It changing now. That's what we want to do. <laughs> and yeah, you ain't just stealing on me, son. You think you're going to come in here and swag on me? I'm that, that's I'm it. He hit him in the eye. And that was the whole thing. He said, I just had surgery on my eye. Don't hit me in the head. And he hits him in the head right there, and now Sugar Ray decides, oh, Okay, chef. There it is. You can see it in his face. There it is. He goes, "Okay, chef. Do you want to do this? We can and do speaking this." Speaking of Sugar Ray, the original Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray Robinson. Mm. That's who Ali, who you probably you probably gotta get, say you gotta the watch greatest, greatest ever is Ali or uh, or Joe Lewis as as heavyweights. You know. Oh, look at him! <laughs> right to, yeah, right, to the, right to the liver. He goes, "All right, all right. You want to play? Oh, okay. I thought we were playing. I thought you liked this game." Where you going? Where you going? Now they're, now they're one to the liver. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, guys like I think oh, he's being enough. nice to him, <laughs> and that's and that's how you nicely dispense of of someone. That was that's funny how because that. said don't hit me, in bro, the, don't hit me in the face. Coming up in 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 gyms and stuff, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. It's some someone wants to get get active like that. Yeah, you got to green light them, and the green light, you know, back in the day was you fucking knock them out. Oh, okay, you, you give them a, a a concussion. You know what I mean? But the nice way to do that is to hit him with some body shots. Okay. You know what I mean? That's a nice way to do it. Give him a little kick in the liver. Give him a little, 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 little liver hey, shot. How you doing? Touch, yeah, touch the liver. That's, that's the nice way to dispose of, of someone who's uh, getting a little too active. I got Bud grappling here if you want to see that. Oh, let's go. In jeans. In jeans. Oh, solid leverage. So oh, look at the sprawl. Sprawl is beautiful. Sprawl, wizard. Oh, connect. Yeah. Oh. Look at him using the fucking... Uh, Oh yeah! Oh, there it is. That's a pin. That's a pin, yeah, he's baby. Tapping. He's tapping to the pin. Who, who taps to a pin? A little cradle action. Yeah, that was a whole cradle. Yeah. Yeah. 
Splittle cradle. I, saw him, I think I saw him armbar someone in in one of those too. But yeah, I think I think he I think he's he'd be the one. Well, he'd be the one that would come into the, the modern game. Obviously, we're gonna Durant see Jake Paul soon. back in the day. We're gonna see old Jake you know? Paul making that transition soon. PFL Jake Paul. Yeah, I bet you, man. Look, a fighter's a fighter. Fighter's a fighter. To figure it out. If Tyson Fury, if, if Tyson Fury learned how to throw kicks at six nine, that would be a fucking problem for people. If Deontay Wilder could throw kicks like he throws bombs, that'd be a problem. You're oh. a big Foreman guy, huh? I like George Foreman. I like George Foreman. What do you like about him so much? I, 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 should I watch that Netflix thing on him? I thought it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. Um, you know, it gets pretty preachy, but I mean oh, really? that's who he is. Yeah, you know. Um, but it's it's worthwhile. Uh, what do I like about George Foreman? Stylistically, uh, he's a guy that that he's I he's a could, throwback to this. Yeah, too. I mean, it's a guy like when I was boxing, I, I like I, I like George Foreman because I couldn't do the things other guys were doing. I I, I, I wasn't able like I was, I was never gonna be like a you know light on my feet, move around. So like having a guy that would just like stay tight, you know, throw from odd angles, you know what I mean? And you know, you just weren't that type of athlete ever. Nah, and it never really appealed to me to do it. You know, like I was broad shouldered. I like, like, I don't need to be up here because guys don't really, they don't hit me as well, you know. So, um, like watching him was beneficial. Watching like Riddick Bowe, watching George Foreman, it was beneficial to like my body type. And then, you know, seeing him, you know, be able to last and stay with these other guys and, and kind of fight his style was just impressive to me personally. You know, it's like you watch a guy. Like you know, you can you can watch Ken Griffey Jr. swing a bat your whole life. I can't swing like Ken Griffey Jr. I can respect it; it's amazing. But I I couldn't, I don't have the body to, to have to have that whip from the backside. I but like I can watch, you know, a David Ortiz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could I could watch you know a Mike Piazza, and I can be like, all right, I can do that. I can watch a Mark McGuire and be like, yeah, I can hit like that. So I'm not sitting here saying Mark McGuire is better than. Ken Griffey Jr. He's not, but for me, I had to model myself more on a Mark McGuire right, than right, Ken right. Griffey Jr. So that's what I like about, you know, a George Foreman. Frankly, yeah, you know, like I, I just what he's doing makes sense to me. Let's you know? build, let's build a, a boxing Mount Rushmore. Uh, by weight class? Nah, it's kind of like whatever. Uh, Nat, but we have anything in the? We got ten minutes left. Do we have anything in? All right, cool. So. Um, Boxing Mount Rushmore. All right. I think Ali. I'll go Ali. Yep. Um, I'd probably go Jack Johnson. Okay. Probably go Rocky Marciano. Uh, Floyd. No, you're not putting Floyd up there? I don't know. I don't know. Made the most money. When I, when I think of that's, – that's a great point. Uh – all right, I'll allow it. Uh, I mean, I'm... I'll allow it. Um, why? See, I almost feel like what we're getting from Marciano, we get, or is what we're getting from Floyd. We get, you know, guys who stayed undefeated. You know, I, th- I think, I think you gotta, you gotta put Ali in there. Jack Johnson, I could, I, I think, because he's a pioneer. You know. I don't. know. I think Marciano kind of saved boxing. You know, I think he saved it in many ways because. The boxing had so many scandals. People forget about Pacquiao. I was thinking about Pacquiao before. And is that Hagler? That looks like Foreman. That's Ali, Foreman, and then who? Hagler, and Pacquiao. Yeah, I don't know if that's the. I don't know if that's the one. Yeah, I was thinking about. Pa- I was going to mention Pacquiao before. Who do you think about Pacquiao? 
Pacquiao's one of the greats. Really? One of the greats. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like now he's, you know, he's been out for a few years. He almost gets the, the, disrespected a, a little bit because um, of the way it ended with I think Floyd with, with Mar Marquez knocking him out and uh uh yeah, with uh with Floyd. How Floyd kind of fought him at the right time. He didn't fight him when they were both really in their primes. He kind of waited him out a little bit. The Marquez thing shouldn't it shouldn't be anything. I mean, he beat Marquez four times. I know. And then Marquez in the last fight apparently had something weird with the had casted plaster. Is that true? Yeah, he had like um I don't know what this does, but apparently there's a certain like type of tape that with the sweat of your hands basically like turns it, it into turn fucking like hard. concrete or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Um Tyson Fury's been accused of that too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the whole thing with. I know I've heard Deontay Wilder talk about like how you see like the glove almost like go like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loose the loose glove, so he's like he's hitting them. He's either hitting them with with his like palm up against the leather, or he's actually been accused of like sliding his hand down in the glove. So that's like his knuckle. Uh, he's so the the glove is oh, like. Oh, got you. So, so he's punching with like the softer part, almost, or like where there's it's, no padding. It's, it's basically bare knuckle. It's, yeah, just the, it's just the leather there, so like it's like been like it's loosely tied, and that and makes his, like, his reach even longer. Yeah, so he like slaps you, like he's like flick flicking it, it out, yeah. and then when he goes to punch, it's like bare knuckle is what he's yeah. being accused of. Interesting. Yeah, cool. People, because that's the argument. People are like, well, he's not throwing punches like this, and then right. while he's like, like, no, he's not. That's the point. Like yeah. he's, he's throwing punches, but it's he's the glove is out here, so he's making contact. And there's, there are some. I've seen some video on. There's it. some weird angles. There's right. some weird angles. Yeah, he's I don't definitely, know. he's definitely got something going on that nobody else is doing with those gloves. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I kind of made up that he was, and I, I think he's borderline one of the heavyweight goats as well. Getting close. The only problem yeah. with him is outside of Wilder, there hasn't been much high level. He's competition. fighting Usk. Uh, Usk is that Usic? Usik. 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 I think. I don't. Usik? I don't think yeah. he is. He's gonna fight Ngano. They 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 just signed that Usyk. Yeah, I, I, he's, he's gonna fight Ngano and then he's gonna fight I think Usyk in like January or something. So he's gonna fight Ngano and then Usyk. I think Ngano's gonna be like an exhibition. Gotcha, gotcha. What do you cool what do you shit. think of Ngano as the uh, as the is he the true heavyweight champ or no? Is he the true heavyweight <laughs> champ? Do you no, think John Ngano, Jones, is the, John Jones is the heavyweight champ? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. But I, I love uh, Francis Ngannou. I would have loved to see that fight. It just it is what it is. You know what I mean? He's 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 you know uh, John Jones has the belt. John Jones has the belt. You know? Yeah. So it, is he it the PFL champ? Did they just gift him the heavyweight championship at the PFL? No, he's, I think he's got to no. fight for it. He's got to fight for it. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming, buddy. You're the champ. <laughs> I'll just sit here, champ. Yeah. Leaving as the champ is is pretty interesting. Has that ever happened before? In UFC, I don't think so. They tried to do it in WWE back when it was WWF. Oh yeah. Yes. This is the beginning With, uh, of what's known as the Hitman Heart, the Montreal Screwjob. The Montreal Screwjob. That's hilarious because like Vince McMahon's like a real character. <laughs> he's like a real villain. He really is in, in this story. And um, do you know the story behind that? Yeah. About how Brett says, "I will lose it to anybody but, but Shawn, Michaels. Shawn Michaels. I'll give it to anybody but." He said it really should be the taker. Taker's done things the right way. I'll, I'd, I'd be glad to lose it to taker. And he's like, yeah, 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 no, that's great, that's great, that's great. And then like, he's like, yeah, but you're gonna fight, uh, you're gonna fight Shawn Michaels, and you're gonna, you're gonna lose. He's like, I'm not gonna lose Shawn Michaels. They're like, well, 
we can't DQ you because then you're still the champion. You're going to leave. You're leaving. You have to lose. He goes, I'm not going to lose to Shawn Michaels. So for people that don't know. You never fucking the same girl. Was that what it was? Yeah. Shawn Michaels has, um, now that all these shoot interviews are coming out, not a lot of guys have a lot of good things to say about early Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I think Shawn Michaels doesn't have a lot of good things to say about early Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. I think he's, I think he's, he's, he's become a Christian. He's grown. Yeah. I think he's, you know what I mean? I fucking hate when they do that. You do? Oh, you, you want to just stay a piece out. of shit? No, I'd like... Some people, that's the way no, they no, find religion that's and, they a good find, point. and they find their, That's you know a good mean? point. But then it's like the whole, like, you've been absolved. Like, oh, well, he's a different guy now. Fucking asshole. Like, I can't be mad at him. Uh, you know. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, God forgives. I don't. God forgives, <laughs> but I don't. You got, uh, you know what his real name is? Who? Shawn Michaels. No. It's like Sean. Michael Sean. It's like Sean, like Hickenlooper or something like that. Really? Yeah, from Houston, Texas. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steve Fair, Austin. Steve, I was just going to say, uh, Steve Austin, that's my favorite uh, wrestler massive. ever. It's Hickenbottom. Hickenbottom? Michael Hickenbottom. Sean Hickenbottom. Hickenbottom. Hickenbottom's hilarious. Michael, just Michael Sean Hickenbottom. Mike Hickenbottom is not the heavyweight champion of the world. Go back to what you were talking about earlier. Names matter. Tyson yeah. Fury, heavyweight champion of the world. Shawn Michaels, Tyson heavyweight Fury. Fury of the, Shawn Michaels, heavyweight champion of the world. Mike Hickenbottom? Fucking nobody. He's a nobody from nowhere. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve That's Cole. my guy, bro. Absolutely. Steve Williams? Nah. Stunning Steve Williams? Yeah. Stone Cold, baby. Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler, Christian? Uh, Sabi Piscate- Piscatelli? I think. Sabio? Yeah. Sabio, Sa- Sabatino. Sabatino? Just because he comes in here sometimes. Is that right? Uh-huh. Who's, who's your fave? Of all time? Yeah. Probably Stone Cold. The Rock's right there. The Rock. I'm going to go with The Rock. Yeah. Rock. I, I was Stone Cold over The Rock. Rock. I like Stone Cold. I like the factions. DX. DX is cool. NWO. Yeah. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, dude, I was a big... Big Razor Ramon stand when I was oh, a kid. Yeah. Pull up Razor Ramon Meng, M-E-N-G. Look at this dude walking around. They just I love how they just ripped off Scarface. Didn't even think twice. No copyright infringement, nothing. You know, Scott Hall is a big Irish guy from Baltimore, Maryland. Razor Ramon. He's a political Second ripper. night of a bad guy. He's he was political. Scarface. He was yeah. Scarface. Yeah. But He's like one of the biggest icons in Miami history. Like they love him down Hell here. Yeah, brother. He, he came down here rocking the gold chains. Uh, yeah. He he was like uh, he wasn't even like Scarface. He was uh, like Scarface's best friend who was fucking his uh, sister there. Yeah. Who, who, Manolo? Like Manolo. 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 Yeah. yeah. Who who, uh, who ended up being uh, what was his? Name? There he is. Oh, let's go. What a tragic. What's ending. up, Chico? Handsome bastard, huh? Audio man. Yeah. Oh, look at that acting. First class. I'm living the good life, man. Big Jack, hairy chest. Little spit curl. I don't have to be like Chico. I call you, never call me back. No, Chica. You don't understand. You have something. You have a good time. I'm through with you. I'm through with you. 
Keep going or no? Those shoot interviews are funny as hell. These guys were drugging like Ooh. a motherfucker. I don't understand how they drank so much and kept those physiques. Steroids? How many steroids? My God. Yeah. That's insane. Lots of steroids. Dude. One they of the were, greatest quotes. They were drinking quotes. and drugging. They were taking Somas? pills. Somas? Yeah. Like, my like God. Like motherfuckers. Did yeah. you see that thing with Kurt what Angle? What is a Soma? So, the Soma's like what they give people fucking to... to uh, Somatropin, right? Yeah. Something? It's like yeah. what they give people to fucking like when they're, when they're going to... Like like um, do surgery and shit like that. Oh, it's yeah? it's uh, HGH, right? That's all it Soma? is. Soma? Yeah, isn't it? I don't think so. No, I, th- I thought Soma's yeah. like a Soma's like a drug, like a part yeah. of the drug that they were using. Uh, but but if we're gonna do Scott Hall, we got to do his final his final speech at his Hall of Fame induction uh, ceremony. One of the more memorable and inspirational speeches of all time. As he had gotten sober at that point, he, for people that don't know, Scott Hall struggled with. Uh, Massive uh, addiction problems. Um, I think pretty tragically, like he had a heart attack and then uh, he wasn't able to get to the phone and then fell into a coma and then slipped away, like like internal f- failure. And, you know, years and years just caught up with him. So soma is a muscle relaxer. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Blocks pain and sensations between the nerves and the brain. Yeah, I think it's what they give people for like when they're gonna do like uh, localized surgeries and shit where they don't want you to go completely out, but they get you on like La La Land or something. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever like been in the dentist when they're pulling a tooth and you're not all the way out? Like, the, I think Soma's like what they give you. Um, Maybe to play his speech, his Hall just of Fame. Just the end, induction. just the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bring it up. Hard, hard time. Here it is. I love me from some Scott Hall. Thank you, Razor. Is that it? What the? No. Relationship. <laughs> no. New video, but hard times don't last, but bad bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Look that up. Bad times don't last. Bad guys do. Say good night to the bad guy. Say good night to the bad guy. You need me. Yeah, Scott Hall. Love me some Scott Hall. Yeah, it was that video. It was just earlier. All right. Hard work pays off. Yeah, a little, a little more than that. A little earlier. There we go. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last. But bad guys do. Woo! I think, I think that'll. Way to take us out. I think that'll do for today, boys. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. For the great Christian Perello here in the podcast studios, Natalie, I think, out in Vegas. Mickey Gall over here oh, to yeah, my for right. For all the people reaching reaching out, asking why we're not a skank fest, ask Lewis. All right, ask Lewis for all the people that are, have been messaging me and if, I, if I'm there. <laughs> I'm Gerard Michaels, and we'll see you Saturday at 2. Peace. Sure you're having fun out there. Sure it's a great time. Big kiss. Bye, guys. Love you. Big kiss. <laughs>